This is Advisor Adventures, the podcast of Advisory Board Chair, who specialise in all things advisory boards, assessing, establishing, managing, mentoring and chairing high-performance professional advisory boards. Your host, Corinne Butler, is the Advisory Board Chair. Join her in Series 2 as she discusses all things COVID operations. She'll focus on COVID-19 and the impact on physical, emotional and mental health, as well as working from home and how businesses can survive this period of uncertainty. Today's guest is Laura Babington, who has condomine accountants. In this episode, she explains what the COVID-19 stimulus package actually means, including boosting cash flow for business, apprentice and trainee incentives, job seeker and job keeper allowances, your super and what questions you should be asking your accountant. He's your host, Corinne Butler. So hi, it's Corinne Butler here from Advisor Adventures, and joined with me today is Laura Babington from Condomine Accountants. Welcome, Laura. Thanks, Corinne. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. So, Laura, tell me a little bit about yourself and Condomine Accountants. Um, Condamine Accountants was established four years ago. Um, we're loca- located in Warwick, Queensland. Um, I myself am the director and accountant of the firm and I have three assisting staff. So tell me, what is happening at the moment with COVID-19 from a financial perspective? It is wreaking some havoc. Um, it is definitely an interesting time for business. Um, businesses are struggling um, due to droughts, fires, and, and now COVID-19. So um, it is it is definitely an interesting time, and um, it is good that the government is stepping in and is providing some stimulus to assist businesses. So, Laura, tell us a little bit about what what the government is providing. So maybe we we'll start with the boosting cash flow for business, what is that one? Okay, so boosting cash flow um, for business was announced in round one of the stimulus package. Um, it was initially a 2000 to 25000 um, stimulus package and was sub- subsequently updated to a 20000 minimum um, subsidy to 100000 This is aimed at, a, at employers um, and is triggered in the March 2020 quarter um, What it means is that anyone that uh, employs and pays wages through their business, um, meeting the eligibility criteria of the of the income turnover, etc., they are entitled to a minimum of twenty thousand dollars stimulus, depending on the pay as you go um, withholding amounts that the employer withholds, um, either on a quarterly or a monthly basis. Um, The first round of payments will kick off on the 29th of, March, uh, 29th of April um, if you are either a monthly or a quarterly lodger uh, and monthly will see it see it up to their maximum um, cap of 50000 up to the end of June quarter and then it will start around, again in round two from July to September. So if businesses withhold um, $1 in pay-as-you-go they can expect um, a $10,000 um, stimulus package uh, on, on their March quarter bus, uh, which will start generating in the ATO system from the 29th of April. Um, if you currently have debt with the ATO, uh, that will be offset at this stage against that existing debt. Um, so, yeah, we will still see two rounds and it will trigger 
from the 29th of April. So that's fantastic for businesses in the small, you know, the SME sector, especially with the sole traders, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Sole traders uh, who employ, yes, definitely. Um, they will see some some sort of uh, stimulus boost, and and it will definitely um, assist businesses to keep staff on where possible. Right. So there's been some news and some announcements in relation to apprentices and trainees. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, please? So apprentices and trainees, um, is that what the government is trying to do here is to um, really uh, keep these apprentices and trainees on um, where possible. So they have announced as from the 2nd of April 2020, um, you can start registering and I know a lot of the apprenticeship boards and trainee boards have hopped on board with this and issued um, a lot of... Um, a lot of information to their to the employers of these people. Um, so what it is is um, is a 50% um, of the apprentices or trainees wage paid during the nine month period of 1 January 2020 to the 30th of September 2020. Um, the maximum wage subsidy over the nine month period will be 21,000 per eligible apprentice or trainee. Um, and as I said, they can register for this from the 2nd of April 2020. Wow, that's another great one, isn't it? So the next one I'd love you to explain to me, please, is the Job Seeker and the Job Keeper allowances. What are they? Okay, so Job Seeker and Job Keeper, very similar by name, um, which does make it uh, obviously a little bit hard for people to understand. But Job Seeker payment... Um, means that you have to be eligible for a um, Centrelink, uh, a Centrelink payment, uh, whereby it was the old New Start or Youth Allowance or, or um, those payments alike. Um, it used to have a income testing of about forty-eight thousand. The government have increased that to seventy-nine thousand. So this assists um, people that have been stood down or their hours have been cut. Um, and they obviously are um, feeling the effects of COVID-19. Um, and, and from a financial perspective, so let's say you've got um, a husband and a wife and the husband's still working and he earns about 55000 for the year um, and, and the uh, wife has lost her job. Uh, she would be eligible to apply for this uh, incentive whereby she would receive the 550 a fortnight plus uh, a part payment of the um, of the other new start payment to, to boost that um, family cash flow up. Um, this is handled by Centrelink and they are um, backlogged at the moment but they have assured their, their, uh, the recipients that it will be back paid. Um, so it is something that we are suggesting that people hop on board with quickly um, and, and obviously they'll be waiting in a line but they are working through that to try and get the, the payments out to um, the recipients. Now the job keeper. So this one was announced, uh, is the most recent announcement. Uh, it is not legislation as yet. Uh, we expect Parliament to sit on this on the 8th of April. Um, so it is the $1,500 per fortnight. So this is whereby um, if you have been stood down from your employment, your employer, obviously, with a conversation between the employee and the employer, may elect to um, rehire you or, or to, to cease that stand down. 
and um, the employer would therefore be paid um, $1,500 per fortnight to keep that, um, that employee employed. Now, it is aimed at permanent part-time, um, per so permanent staff, part-time staff, and what they class as a long-term casual. So these are casuals that have been with your business for over 12 months. Um, as I said, it is not legislation yet, but we are expecting it to, to pass through Parliament on the 8th of April. Um, and, and so the only issue I see is that businesses are already struggling. Um, so therefore, if the, if the employer was to say that, yes, they would have their employee on the $1,500 um, a fortnight job keeper payment, um, they would be um, liable to pay that from the 30th of March 2020. Now, the government has announced that the payments would not start rolling into the employers until the 6th of May 2020. Um, and on last night's um, conference, uh, in, um, Scott Morrison's announcement, he did say that if employers are um, struggling with their cash flow, they can take their, um, they can take it to the bank as a guarantee that they will be paid that if eligible for that. Um, so, so that is one um, one issue that we expect Parliament to obviously provide some advice on in the coming days. Um, but, but at this stage, it is it is the one that will keep um, employers and their employees connected during the COVID nineteen. And just for everyone's um, information, today is Saturday the 4th of April, so um, watch this space. Okay, so my next question is about super. So there's been an announcement about accessing super. Yes. Tell us so, about that, please. So first off and first and foremost, I, um, I say talk to your financial advisor. Superannuation is something that is planning for your future, but obviously um, in times of pandemics, um, the government has announced that you can access $20,000 out of your superannuation fund. This is in two parts. So the first part is uh, from mid-April 2020 and the second part from mid-July 2020. Um, so it is in uh, two rounds of $10,000 each um, to assist during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, but as we all know, what $20,000 is worth today in 20 years' time will be worth a lot more. So I can't stress enough, before you action that, um, talk to your financial advisor um, to, to see if that is the best measure for you. So Laura, where does a person find a financial advisor? Uh, we in Warwick have, um, have some, some local financial advisors. Uh, and obviously, um, all your leading banks have some have some assistance there as well. Um, and, and talking about the banks, the ba banks have announced um, some relief for businesses, for residential um, mortgage holders affected by COVID-19, whereby they'll put some deferrals on loan repayments. Um, one thing just to really note about this is that the fact that interest will still accrue on that loan um, for the period that you have a deferral pa payment in place. Now, some people won't have any choice but to do the deferral payment, but others may have a choice. And, and I can't stress enough, if you are able to pay your repayments, it is best to do that, or at least if you can't do that, pay the interest proportion of that loan so that you're not um, 
you're not affected by that in the long term. So um, I, I know I know the banks definitely have financial advisors, and and this is a time that we all need to seek that advice um, where possible. Talk to your accountants. Um, they can't help you with this superannuation, but they can definitely um, put you in the right path to find it, find a financial advisor. So, Lord, typically most of us only go once a year to the accountant to, you know, really lodge out, you know, taxes. If we're all going to ring our accountants now, what questions should we be asking? So, um, <laughs> the questions that you should be asking are, um, what am I eligible for? You know, explain your circumstances to your accountant. I know uh, myself, I have been um, putting around some, just some bulk emails with some information on them for all my clients, for all my business clients and for anyone that I think is affected by COVID-19. Um, it has taken time but it, it's, I'm certainly reaping the benefits now as far as I've got my clients informed as best as I possibly can with the information at hand. Um, so definitely have that conversation with your, your, your accountant. Um, what am I eligible for? You know, um, talk about business turnover. We all know that, um, especially the job keeper payment, it, it, its eligibility criteria is a 30% reduction in turnover. This will actually force you to come in and have a conversation with your accountant because there will need to be some evidence supplied um, for the eligibility criteria to be met for that payment. Um, so. You know, in the past two weeks and in the coming coming months, um, you will become very reliant on your accountant and your financial advisors to provide you the best information to continue your business as far as it can go during this COVID-19. Thank you. Now, what about if I'm an employee? What questions should I be asking my accountant? If you're an employee um, and you're affected by COVID-19, you should still have the same conversation um, because job seeker and job keeper are very similar. Um, they, um, the payment terms as far as one is paid by Centrelink, one is paid by the employer through the Australian Taxation Office. Um, I know my clients, I've had a, a fair few conversations about this in the last week leading up to obviously um, it passing legislation um, is, you know, which, which option is best for me? Do I apply for the job seeker or do I apply for the job keeper? At this stage, the job keeper is $1,500 per fortnight if the employer is eligible for it and if they meet the test. The JobKeeper, if you were to receive full benefits of the other um, new start payments and that through Centrelink so that there's no reduction um, in, the, um, in the payments there, the full payment would be roughly just on $1,100 a fortnight. So there is a difference in between what the employee would be eligible under what circumstance. So again, it's just have that conversation about the two payments given that they're similar, have the conversation with your employer um, and they will, they, will, they will say if they've applied for the, for the job keeper payment and whether, they're not, uh, whether or not they're eligible for that um, and that will assist you with making the decision between whether to apply for the job keeper or whether to apply for the job seeker. Laura, what else would you like us to know? 
Um, what else? Um, commercial and residential tenancy. Um, this is this is something that has been talked about for at least the last ten days within Parliament. Um, residential tenancy currently for Queensland, there is if you are affected by COVID nineteen, you can apply for a, a maximum of a two thousand dollar payment um, that will be paid to the paid directly to your lessor, um, and it, you can apply for it as a as what they call as a one off rental grant for a maximum of four weeks um, to the tune of two thousand dollars. So there is that um, um, there is that one. You mustn't have more than ten thousand dollars in savings. So there is a criteria that you have to meet to um, access that. Um, but there is some relief there for people who have lost their jobs um, or are in uh, yeah lost their jobs or have had had their hours cut and who do not have the um, financial means to pay their rent for some time. Um, commercial tenancy, um, there is nothing uh, as far as legislation surrounding this at the moment. Um, we do expect when Parliament sits um, to hear something. What that something is, is we don't know. Um, what Scott Morrison said yesterday, so Friday the 3rd of April, was that the uh, lessee and lessor of commercial premises need to have a conversation. So if you are affected by COVID-19, I can't suggest highly enough to contact your landlord, have a conversation about your rent. Um, and I know based on what my clients have experienced, um, they are very much um, trying to do their part to assist businesses during this tough time. Um, so whereby if it's a reduction of half of your rent or, or um, a reduction half now and it gets added on later, you know, that is, that is a conversation that you need to have with your landlord. Um, and, and as I said, there are landlords out there assisting businesses as much as they can during this time. We do expect Parliament to provide us um, uh, an update on that uh, in the coming days. So I think that really sums up what the stimulus packages currently are, um, but it is ever-changing and, and um, we would expect to see a little bit more um, in the coming days and weeks. Laura Bavington from Condamine Accountants, thank you so much for your time today. No problem. Thanks very much, Corinne. Join the Advisory Board Chair community and the conversation at Facebook at Advisory Board Chair and on LinkedIn. Advisor Adventures is the podcast of the Advisory Board Chair. Advisoryboardchair.com.au. This is a Cahoots Radio production edited by me, Sky Manson, and hosted by Corinne Butler. Let us know your favourite news stories for the week on email at Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E, at advisoryboardchair.com.au. And thanks for listening to Advisor Adventures.